Hello, Jamie. How are Hi, you Rebecca. today? I'm doing good. What about you? I had a pretty spicy day. I, I I've been a little up and down. Yeah, You're but that's okay. Rack. Yeah, it, it happens. It happens. Um, but I'm really excited. This is our first episode of Slice Me Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we have a really special, amazing guest, Shannon mm-hmm. Purser. She is the superstar actress of Riverdale and Stranger Things. But anyway, yeah. we're going to get to that later. But for now, what are we going to talk about, Jamie? We're gonna be talking about slicing and dicing. Um, we are talking about MK Ultra, uh, Montauk. We're talking about Conspiracy. mind control, um, and we're also gonna top it off with a little dose <clears throat> of acid. So, yeah, yeah, let's just dive into that. We're gonna dive in. You're gonna get if you're gonna be watching this video. You're gonna get to see us breaking into MK Ultra base Camp Hero in Montauk. It was a successful mission i'd say hell yeah yeah we did it we had a full team with us yeah we broke some rules jumped some fences broke some hearts (laughs) all right um yeah we did a lot of things and also came out alive to tell the tale yeah and also to share with you a special we've decided we're going to be sharing um our favorite fact of the day every episode. Mm. Buckle up, bitches. Yeah, buckle up, baby. Hi, I'm Jamie Montez, and I'm a scientist. And I'm Rebecca Knox, and I'm an actress and filmmaker. And we are Slice Me Nice. What's your favorite fact of the day before we get into the the details? Favorite fact, random fact, is the smell (laughs) of... (laughs) The smell of what? You know the new car scent? No. You know when you buy a new car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the scent and then like you can go buy them too. Yeah. That's actually made of literally 12 dozen different types of chemicals <laughs> that's my fat coming in hot coming in fucking you, heavy did you learn that when you went to the gas station today and we're trying to pick out a fucking scent for your car jamie did you like read Absolutely the label not. where did you get well i was in a pinch and i was like you were like, God, I need to figure out some fun God, facts. I got to figure it out. Do Did I, you say 12,000? Uh, I think it's 12 dozen. Oh, that's, yeah. I feel like so there are like 12, crackers 000. that I eat that have 12 dozen chemicals. Yeah, absolutely. Diet Coke, like a, it's my like favorite hodge, It's a hodgepodge. Okay. Um, Rebs, what is your, what's your fact of the day that you came up with? Better be better, better be better be better than better (laughs) it's it's pretty cool actually um I was doing my regular scrolling through you can guess TikTok not Mm -hmm. sponsored they should pay me though 
Um, yeah, I was on TikTok and my algorithm is full of fun, weird, quirky facts. Yeah. And this chick comes on and she's like, have you ever heard of the, the myth of Nan Madol? It is artificial islands off the coast of Micronesia that the locals think were actually built by giants because they're so old. And it's like, it's kind of considered like a Venice of, uh, that part of the world. Uh, <clears throat> but it's like really old and the, the rock, like the, the stones are so big that they literally don't know how they were built at that time. And there's like a whole myth about these two giants that built it. And also it's cursed. It is okay. cursed. Mm-hmm. This is two like different... not just a fact. This is like, no, a... it's, it's a, it's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I know that's like a little tangent, but like I had to share it because I thought it was so cool. Like there's a curse and there are some explorers that went and then they've all mysteriously died and they have. How old is this? How old are these islands? Thousands of years old. And they were, they're not real. Off the coast of Micronesia. And they're artificially built. Yeah. Maybe built by aliens. Mm, Probably. That's why. Sounds about right. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Good. I mean, just yeah. like the the pyramids of Egypt, you know. Yeah. Well, I think Same that facts kind of go together. Like I said, chemicals, and you said <laughs> alien stuff. Yeah. Man made man made things that are facts. Yeah. Pretty yeah. cool though, and cursed. That is really you know? cool. That's so anyway. Really cool. That's, that's it. That's, that's what I got. So, uh, should we get into our little facts? I mean, our fucking stories about, yeah, let's get into the actual, the show. Yeah. All right. The show, the show is beginning. Um, yeah. So, uh, MK ultra and LSD and mind control. So I grew up in Montauk and there is this place called camp hero and it's an abandoned military base. And there were always crazy stories growing up. And like, people would always talk about trying to break in and all the creepy shit that's there and like testing on children and all this stuff. And of course, growing up for some reason, I never went until Jamie came into my life. And all of a sudden I felt inspired to break in with her and learn about it for once. Um, But yeah, it's like this military base from the forties. It's really creepy and haunted looking and essentially there's a lot of conspiracy around how this place was a mecca for testing LSD and mind control on people and especially actually children. And that's where Stranger Things got their whole inspiration from. Their story is mm-hmm. from these conspiracy theories surrounding Camp Hero, which is so cool. So yeah, yeah Jamie, do you want to like Tell us about the mind control LSD portion. The mastermind behind MK Ultra. I yes. mean, yeah, go for it. Um, okay, so Sydney Gottlieb is a biochemist. He gets a grant around $300,000 from the CIA to buy the world supply of LSD. He didn't know it was LSD at the time. When he is this used, happening? This is the 1950s and 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, buys this LSD, like I said, didn't know it was LSD at the time. He wanted to use it as a truth serum because he at heart is a spy. So this is why like one of his little mechanisms um, for working for the CIA, he gets the truth serum, distributes it to different labs across the country. He's doing universities, he's doing jails, um, mental institutions, and is pretty much bribing these people to conduct his experiment, but he's not really doing it the proper way. 
he's not taking data. He's not telling them how much to use daily. So he's just ramping these people up with LSD, large amounts of LSD. So when you have that much LSD, you're frying your brain. You're also creating a new pathway. We have two receptors in our brain. One we use quite often. LSD is going to attach itself to the serotonin and then use this other receptor to make a totally different pathway. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, he was able to rewire these people's brains into a little, like a little machine of his own little weapon. But did it actually work? I mean, he was testing them to make them become machines, but they weren't machines. They were, he was just creating new neural pathways he didn't know what was going on. He didn't know what was going on. Like I said, cause he didn't know what he was working with. So over time he's bringing this to work and drugging his coworkers and, you know, seeing how they react to it. And then he's like, oh yeah, like this is actually mind control. I can use this as a weapon. So he's doing that. And he's also going, there's different spots that he had little bases at in New York and other scientists who worked underneath him were conducting his experiments and using this LSD to interrogate other people that they thought, you know, had some kind of information that they needed. Um, so long story long, this guy is a total madman using this drug, rewiring brains, making these weapons, and he doesn't really know what he's doing. And later on people are, you know, having like fried brains and tripping. So, and coming, (laughs) you know, and having like flashbacks, right? Like that's where stranger things comes into play because there's a lot of conspiracy around camp hero and, uh, children being taken against their will and being tested on. Then this was led apparently, or supposedly by Sidney Gottlieb. Of course, none of this is confirmed. The CIA doesn't want to confirm it because that's a massive lawsuit. That's many lawsuits, I'm assuming, and also child abuse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then he gets these kids, and I'm assuming the reason why he's so interested in these kids is because they have baby brains. Nothing is actually developed. Um, we have developed brains, obviously, and he's probably thinking, wow, I can actually make this my own brain and do what I want with it. Um, so that's kind of, I think the, the point or the end goal with, you know, bringing these kids in and also back in the day, I think I read somewhere that these kids that he was getting like for research, he was just plucking them out of like orphanages and Mm -hmm. paying them and no one had, so there was no one that was looking for them. So he couldn't ever get traced back to like kidnapping or like child abuse or anything like that. Cause they didn't have anyone. So a lot of his victims were actually like kids who didn't have families or homeless people or people who were criminally insane that no one kind of like they had like they turned their their what is it like a side eye or turn their cheek but yeah turn to cheek turn to cheek that sounds right yeah I think so um (laughs) so no one really went back and was like hey where is this person like what is actually happening here we need to investigate because this guy is Mm. a monster yeah Yeah. I mean, did, I don't know if I mentioned this, but there is a guy who works at Camp Hero now that has been getting these flashbacks. And he did an interview for the New York Post where he's like, I believe I was one of those kids that was tested on because I'm getting all of these memories of, you know, being inside the campgrounds. And it's crazy that now 
he works there. Yeah. He like takes care of the grounds. Interesting. (laughs) You know, is that like Stockholm syndrome? I was just going to say it's like Stockholm syndrome. (laughs) It's like you, you go to the, you go to the person that kidnaps you and then you work for them willingly and you get tortured and you're like yeah I like this feeling yeah this is all I know oh my god that's so sad that's so dark it is sad <laughs> and it's really dark and unfortunately like there's so many people so many victims that this guy has come encounter with you know and they are now just getting a lot of their 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 memories back and they're being triggered by things because their brains were rewired mind control it's fucked up <laughs> well it wasn't it didn't work the mind control didn't work they didn't wanted it yeah but and he was just frying people's brains like eggs mm. sunny side right. up <laughs> i a like my side of a little runny yeah <laughs> dipping the toast in there so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i actually it- heard i heard of this guy once a friend of a friend who took too much acid uh-huh. and uh now he's fried his brain to the point where every time he walks on a sidewalk if he gets too close to the ledge he thinks he's gonna spill over because he thinks he's a glass of water oh that sounds about right checks out checks yeah. do have you I ever done I... acid yeah i did in college actually um when i was 18 i went to oberlin and i just experimented i was dating this gorgeous boy um who wore like these beautiful floral dresses and the second mm. i saw him across the field i was like you me done you're the it's one us it's us yeah I mean I was so into it pink nail polish blonde I mean beautiful beautiful anyway he and I decided to take acid and Mm. we did and we took a lot of it and I remember we just you rewired your brain yeah definitely don't know what why or went where but (laughs) what what woo woo, woo. Uh, the red and the red and the blue and then we're gonna tie it yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly um but yeah so we i finally we were like lying down in this little tiny like twin bed because obviously college and in it like a trap house that he was living in oh i I love trap houses (laughs) yeah it really just reminds me of my youth um But anyway, yeah, we're lying there (laughs) staring at each other. And I remember all of a sudden noticing that his eyes were like getting really big and I could like his skin became transparent and I could see like the veins under his skin and like, you know, just kind of like him as an organism. And I just remember it being beautiful. Like I saw purples and greens and blues and, uh, you know, we were just staring at each other for a while. And then he like, Mm -hmm. looked at me. he's like, should we rip up all of my ex-girlfriend's poems she wrote to me? And I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's, and that's, um, that's how it went. So yeah. it was great. Yeah. I haven't oh, done, yeah. like, I haven't gone that far since yeah. that night. Like that was like my real like tripping moment. That was your but, real trip because you had a lot yeah. of it. What about mm-hmm. you, Jamie? I've never had a real trip. I have only oh. microdose. So okay. I don't have the experience of being like, oh, I was, you know, kind of like you did. Mine was literally the complete opposite it was more or less like very feeling like I released a lot of stuff I released a lot of um I was going through a lot of mental issues um <laughs> still are just still like am, we both maybe. Are. yeah we still both am. are here he here he I'm not well um but I was I was definitely needing something <laughs> to help me and that did and I was more or less like I felt a release 
I felt really happy. Um, and yeah, yeah, it was nice. I was still able to function and talk and I didn't have any kind of a, a trip where I was like hallucinating essentially. So yeah, where mine you was, could mine see was really the insides yeah. of your boyfriend yeah. in front of you. Yeah. So mine was really nice and pleasant. And ever, t- every time I do it after that, like it, I, I seem to still have the same kind of, you know, feeling of just kind of like light euphoria. And, yeah. Euphoria. But the la- I guess the last time was not that good, but it's a little sketch on Mm-hmm. the source mm-hmm. of it so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know the source and no one else here will but anyway yeah be careful where you acquire things yeah that's all we're gonna say <laughs> Amy. okay um, <clears throat> yeah well anyway I think that we kind of we wrapped it up in a nice bow if you really want to know like the nitty-gritty facts about how like things really go down like in your brain and sciencey 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 you can google it okay like google it because i tried to explain it and it was i got lost it's too yeah, much so you can go google it honeys darlings alien children um google it it's really cool it's um it's a fun fact it's fun um and honestly i'm so excited for you guys to now listen to us interview my favorite actress of the moment, Shannon Purser, and also actor, actor, magician, yeah, <laughs> spiritual goddess. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk through our journey into the unknown and breaking into Camp Hero, jumping over fences that say you will be prosecuted. Um, which is what we did. So anyway, without further ado, Jamie. Lights, camera, action. Mm-hmm. Period. 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 <laughs> Hello, Shannon Purser. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Thank you for having me. Yeah, Thank you for, for coming, coming on. on board. so Shannon you and I we've been good friends for a while Jamie this is your first time meeting Shannon but I think what Shannon and I bonded over I think the first few times we hung out is that we realized that we both had this mutual interest in spirituality and the unknown and aliens and this is really great but uh, Shannon and I have actually meditated to aliens together yeah, I will never forget that night, I don't think, for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, we all actually ended up seeing the same thing. We have to do it again. We should. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I mean, you know, Gustav was out of town, but we will go. Sh- Wait, Jamie, what? Oh, we're going to all Hell do yeah. This. Great. We okay. Yeah, let's go meditate to aliens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay, so tell us about your spiritual journey. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, well, that's a great question. Um, I grew up like very Christian, uh, very strictly religious, um, sort of evangelical family. So I had spirituality in the sense of like biblical spirituality, you know, I believed in, in God and the Holy spirit and, um, but like anything outside of that realm was like always kind of discouraged. Um, I remember like I had to 
fight my parents just to to be able to read Harry Potter because at the time they were like, oh, this is witchcraft, you know, it's evil. <laughs> um, but they finally like gave in. And just from like a super young age, I was always really into like witchy things and and fantasy. Like I was that weird kid who would go in the backyard and like try to talk to fairies and like I fully believed in mermaids for too long um I think so maybe yeah we should still believe in fairies and and, yeah. and mermaids who's to say right like the earth who's is so say? vast <laughs> there could be some <laughs> yeah but yeah I oh absolutely I think like um I just never lost that. And even though there was a while, I, I kind of like put that away in in favor of being like more religious. Um, over the past few years, after kind of like leaving the church and leaving kind of like uh, organized religion, I've still kind of maintained that interest in, in spirituality. And yeah, I don't know. I don't think that I could really put a label on exactly what I believe, but I do think that there's just so much that we don't know and um the universe is so magical and fascinating so i'm just having a good time like exploring it all you know i love that yeah Yeah. that's cool so um do you want to talk to us about your feelings on extraterrestrials and aliens and space (laughs) yeah i don't know like um so yeah, meditating to aliens, that's like the first time I'd ever really thought about extraterrestrials, I guess. I mean, I think really? I, there's always, well, I, I thought about them before in terms of like, you know, <laughs> aliens are like, kind of like hokey and ridiculous, but like, I think, you know, a few years ago I was like, well, who's to say, you know, like, wh- why is it so ridiculous to think that there might be like life outside of this world mm-hmm. um, or our galaxy? Um so yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly where I stand on it. Like, I, I think it's probably super likely that there is, you know, other life outside of earth. Um, but I, I'm willing to try like anything once. So like, mm-hmm. I will or meditate twice. to aliens and look, I mean, you and I definitely saw something in the sky. We saw something at the same time. Yeah. Um, so basically we, so Gustavo is a friend of ours. And for those who are listening and don't know who this person is. This is a friend of ours and we uh, decided to drive out to the national park. What's the park called? I think it was the Angeles National Forest. Right. Yeah. So we drove out there. Uh, we left at 10 p.m. on a Monday. So it was supposed to be quiet and we parked at this one location in there and people were drag racing and it was giving me tremendous anxiety. I am the kind of person who sees demons in darkness. So I was like, there are eyes on us. Someone is going to come here. And this is the end. This is the, this is how the (laughs) horror movie starts. But we, so we decided to move and then we actually succeeded. I think we all, you want to say the rest, what we saw? Yeah. Um, yeah, we had to like change locations because there were a bunch of people drag racing and then like one car <laughs> pulled up to where we were sitting and was very creepy. Intimidated so we're, like, us outside yeah. out of our spot. Yeah. This it was car super just scary. drove up to us and had the like headlights on us. And I was like, you know, it just wouldn't move, but no one got out of the car, but the headlights were just on us really close. And I was like, we should, it's, t- it's time to go. Time to go. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was terrifying. Once we got to the second place, though, we like figured it out 
And yeah, I think Gustavo was the one who like told us both about this. Um, yeah. There's like a meditation you have to listen to, CE5. I guess. Like, yeah. Kind of like align your, your frequencies or, or open your mind, I guess. I'm not sure I know the, the science mm-hmm. behind it really, but we just <laughs> no. like laid there and did this meditation. I definitely um, fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. I, I think at one point you did pass out. I did. I was so relaxed. <laughs> you were just really in it. Like, um, but then I woke up again. And how went. long do you think the meditation lasted? Was it like, I don't know. I think it was like 45 minutes. Yeah, maybe. But I think it, it got like towards the end maybe. And we both had our eyes open. Mm-hmm. And I just remember like looking out like the windshield to like mm-hmm. the left side of my car. And there was like, it was almost like a star fell. Like, like an there orange. Some, something's like streaked, mm-hmm. not across the sky though. It was like down. It was down. Like it had like yeah. fallen. Yeah. Um, it was like an orange light that fell, which was, was crazy. Weird. <laughs> Gustavo saw it too. Yeah. And I'm I like, know. what are the chances that we were both like looking in the right place at the right time? Like, I don't know. It was bizarre. It was bizarre, but it was so cool. And I'm so glad that we had that experience. And we're definitely the three of us. Yeah, I'm like super excited because do you remember when you picked me up in the summertime to go Mm -hmm. when we're driving back? And it was like, I'm not, what time was it? Like two in the morning? And we were driving, it was so dark. And again it it was a light drop it was a light and I was like oh I because I was traveling all day (laughs) and I was like I'm tired and I looked at you and I'm like did you see that and because wait no I didn't say anything you mentioned it to me and I was like holy shit yeah like I saw the same thing so it's definitely weird it's like I guess like one for me especially like once once I saw that I was like on the look like you know like is something yeah. what, what else am I gonna see did you do you feel like that now like do you since that happened that experience are you kind of like hmm, I wonder you know like looking for it after, yeah I don't know are, are you like I feel yeah. like I haven't really had the experience <laughs> <laughs> to like I haven't really like stargazed since then um, all I do is like is that yeah was like that, wait, what is that yeah I'm like I'm like trying to see something bringing myself to total oblivion you know I'm just yeah. driving myself nuts like yeah. looking in dark forest areas like yeah. do I see something do I is that like, a ghost ready in like in yeah. your dark rooms just like what is that like, yeah. yeah anything anything weird I'm just like okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 Um, so back to this whole episode topic, which is camp hero and MK ultra, uh, which, you know, I grew up on long Island where that, where where camp hero is and it's abandoned and all that. Um, so basically there is this, this rumor that stranger things was based off of this story about these kids that were kidnapped and brought to this camp. And what did you know anything about that? Because you know, being on the show, or like, did you guys ever talk about that? Did you know? Is this all new to you? No, I definitely like remember hearing um, about the idea that you know MK Ultra specifically had really kind of inspired uh, Stranger Things, and I remember when I auditioned for the show, it it wasn't initially called Stranger Things; it was called Montauk, and it was supposed to take place on Montauk um, okay, that's cool yeah I know that. that's so cool um, yeah 
Yeah. So I think like they, in the beginning, probably really wanted to lean heavily into like the MK ultra of it all. Um, and then I think, you know, as, as shows do, as it progressed, it, it changed a little bit, Mm -hmm. but they definitely kept a lot of that. I mean, like all the experimentation and like the drug type trials. Um, yeah, I think, I think I, if I remember correctly, I hadn't really heard of MK ultra or like, you know, the, the government, um, like drug testing experiments before stranger things. And I remember looking it up and just being so shocked. Like I I couldn't really believe that this had actually happened. It's pretty incredible. You know what? This actually leads to a very good question. Ethically, do you think it is ethical to test on children for the sake of the betterment of understanding the human brain? Or do you think it's best that we just not go there at all? Oh God. Can um, I put more into the question? Can I add a, yeah. a little, a we, little we spice? We talked about this. It's- yeah. And this is my take. Given what we know now, like if we were in today's time with children, if they were, if they suffered from any kind of anxiety or uh, depression or, you know, mental illness, would it be okay? And this is, this is, it's like, a, it's a catch 22 devil. I'm playing devil's advocate here. If you were a parent and you had a child that was suffering from something like this, would you be open to being, putting your, your child in kind of a, a test a drug trial testing with LSD to help with these, you know, kind of, you know, I don't know what the word is for it, but elements, would it be an element? Mm. No, that's a good question. I mean, definitely like I (laughs) am for the benefit of, you know, mankind. Um, and I think there's a lot of, uh, research to be done, but, I just don't know if I could stomach it, like, especially children, you know, when you're an adult and you can volunteer for these sorts of things of your own free will and make an informed decision, you know, I think that's, that's cool. And, um, that's really brave to, to volunteer to do something like that. But yeah, I I just don't think as a parent, I, I could allow my kid to do that. And what if your child yeah. was really naughty though? I'm joking. <laughs> oh, no. But I mean, think about this. I mean, I know for a fact, like there are very young children g- being given very large doses of exactly. Adderall. Exactly. And those are forming brains. And I don't even know if anyone's done enough research on the yes. long-term side effects of that. Cause it's the prefrontal uh, cortex. That's yeah. like, that uh, gets dehydrated. I don't know. I, I'm not going to go into it's, the science. It's essentially because a sponge. Yeah. It's growing at this time. Right. So it's like right. every part of your life. And so you develop identity, you develop a lot of, a lot of important things that you would need. And so once that's, once you have large amounts of drugs, how is that altering it? And so that's why I feel like that's why I took my stance on to well, what maybe I microdosing, think, I think could be, but again, a child is a child. It's like you, I think as a parent have to make the executive decision. And unfortunately, a lot of parents don't they don't because it's like oh yeah it's cool it's like whatever it's you know a lot of kids are being treated with this for you know adhd and yada 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 but yeah a lot of times they don't know the alternative drugs or something like that because there hasn't been enough uh, research on it and yeah exactly so that's definitely i it's just like i said it's a it's like a weird you know catch-22 where it's like you have 
you have people that are like, oh, these kids are fine and nothing's happened to them and no one's like hallucinating. So this drug might be okay or is okay Mm. to use. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So it's just Mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's so hard to say, right? Because like, obviously if you're going to give a drug to your child, you want to have as much knowledge as, as humanly possible, but then how do you get that knowledge without, you know, some type of trial or experimentation? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't and know. Then, I, I'm really then, glad you know, that I'm not a scientist. Uh, she's a scientist. Let's leave it I to am her. a scientist. Can, yeah. But I have a mind where it's like, I am seeing both parts, right? Like I understand how it is problematic and like, you know, worry, but I also would understand like in order to get to that point to know Mm. you have to do it. Yeah. But then, but then, you know, we can go down this rabbit hole, which we won't because this is a topic for another time, but it's like, you know, the pharmaceutical industry and, uh, you know, pushing drugs for the sake of, uh, it's a moneymaker. Yeah. Which is, that's where it's like, you know, yeah. Why is half of the population addicted to opioids? Uh, so anyway, that is another conversation for another time, That's but dare. anyway, not us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> without further ado, should we take a look at the footage of us breaking into Camp Hero? Oh, wait, have you, okay. So Shannon, have you seen the property like Camp Hero when you were like researching and stuff like that? Do you know any kind of like what it looks like? No, I don't really know anything. Where oh, is okay. this? It's in okay. Montauk. Oh, okay. All right. So we're about to, to, to (laughs) this This is real scientific field work. This is field work, but also everyone like this is what this is. It's very, it's funny. It was fun to do. Let's just watch it, Jamie. Let's just just do it. Let's just see how it goes. All right. All right. Okay. (laughs) All right. Here we are. Added this some is, good music. Yeah. <laughs> this is what it looks like driving up to it. This is Camp Hero. Yeah. <laughs> I edited this myself. <laughs> so um, that's us. That's a boarded up <laughs> military base. Yeah. We're dressed in black. <laughs> you look great. Thanks. <laughs> so there were a lot of signs everywhere that there's like surveillance and you're going to get arrested or, you know, fined or yeah. Area close violators will be prosecuted. That's uh, our, that's our, <laughs> that's our bodyguard. Yeah. He actually works there. <laughs> yeah. Me. So we, we decided to just go for it. Uh, there wasn't really anyone on the premise at the time. Yeah. Super creepy. Wow. Though. Were you guys like scared at all? Yes. I mean, kind I didn't of. feel good. I think I was just hung over. So I, I think my inhibitions were really not, not there. <laughs> that's me. Just, uh, really not being so this graceful. is just kind of a yeah this is this is a, day, a daily thing but we keep on zooming in to the backdrop you can see not the backdrop but the area that is the ta- this tower is um it's can you explain it a little bit oh more? yeah like there's that, that so little tower thing this is like a whole military base and yeah they wanted it to look like there are a lot of weird buildings on the property that look like normal like little cottages because they wanted the civilians who lived in town in Montauk to not feel threatened by this massive military base but I mean look at this thing it's terrifying it's creepy as hell um it's ominous 
There's like, just something just, really sinister about it. It is sinister. And this is where they apparently were testing on children. Um, I think, you know, obviously a lot of people have like broken in and done a lot of graffiti, but uh, Jamie had this stupid idea to go through that hole. <laughs> I, I was never going to do that. I was Well, because it's like it. there was like buildings that had um, people were breaking in and like there's something in there, obviously. But apparently like really gnarly fungus is growing inside yeah. and you will die. Ooh. But maybe, maybe that's just a, that's a an rumor, urban legend, I think urban it is. or, or There's I don't know. The tower, yeah. To the keep people tower. out. Um, but yeah, yeah, the camera was guy like was so scared. He's shaking. <laughs> <laughs> um but there's like all these different kinds of like weird buildings that make no oh sense. yeah there's there's something that's going to be coming up soon called downtown oh yeah see look mk ultra someone's house <laughs> Ooh, spooky <laughs> fake fake house yeah so we left that area and then we went to this place called oh yeah that's our on-site emt right there. we have an we on-site had a, we had a whole team wow that's incredible yeah. you guys were super yeah. prepared we're prepared <laughs> we are prepared so this okay. is okay this, this next part downtown, is called downtown camp yeah they created a fake town it obviously probably looked a lot better back in the day but it was like a fake town so it like looked all friendly on the outside even though they were just testing yeah. people on the inside i throw my birthday party there <laughs> Yeah, I love how they're like, this is totally fine and not suspicious at all. Um, no, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, they had like a fake church. They had like a fake recreational center. I mean, this is all falling to pieces now. So this, I want to say, so I, there's, um, obviously you see that hole and inside it looked like it was, um, like a, just a normal, like a, a dorm, like a college dorm. <laughs> And so I was like, word, I'm going to jump in there. And then we shine the light that, and, and it was no there's floor. no floors. Oh, see, these are, these are bunker openings. Like in, in the hills of Montauk, there are these closed off military uh, base, like doorways that have been cemented shut, but they are like bunkers built into the hills. Like, look at how creepy this is. That used to be an opening to a bunker in a World War II. Yeah. Portal. Wow. This is this is the this surrounding is area. Yeah, this is uh we're going to take a deep dive. Montauk is beautiful. Yeah. So when uh, when was this happening? Was it wasn't it like the 50s and 60s yeah. or 50s and 60s? The military base was built in the 40s and they started MK Ultra in the 40s and 50s. And actually rumor has it the testing on children was happening even as late as the eighties, because there are some people that have come forward and said, Hey, you know, I have these memories coming back of being taken to this military base and being tested on at 12 and 13 years old. And this was in the wow. early eighties. So, but of course this is always a conspiracy theory. That's what's, yeah, <laughs> I'm having a great time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's really interesting. Uh, actually, I went on Instagram and I saw someone broke in and I, <laughs> I wrote to them and I was like, hey, I'll, I'll pause this so we can read it. So uh, I, I asked this guy who posted a photo if he broke in, he was like, broke in, ha, no, I actually work for the New York State Parks. I went inside Bunker 113 with a hazmat team taking annual samples. It's damp, moldy, and dark. There are, they are empty 
except for some old pallets, a rotten old chair, and paint cans. Some white fuzz growing on walls as well. The radar tower is actually dangerous with falling metal and stairs to top missing in sections. Black mold as well. Sorry to be a buzzkill, but that's what it is. And I was like, oh, damn, that makes me seem like, <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> we just told a park ranger we broke in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, at least he was cool about it. Yeah. So anyway, that's that. Um, so here we are. What are your thoughts? That is, I mean, very brave of you. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's because I grew up like so repressed that I'm like, oh God, like so scary. <laughs> what if I got caught? But um, no, I think that's super cool. I've always had this kind of like fascination with abandoned buildings and stuff. Um, and I guess this ties into like the spirituality, but I really do think you can kind of feel like a residual, I don't know, vibe or like energy of, of things that have happened there. Um, I think yeah. it probably feels so ominous for a reason. Um, yeah. It's scary. Yeah. It's, it's like haunting to think about not only what we know happened, but all the things that we don't know and probably won't. And also, um, you know, how many people have been shut down who've come forward about this yeah. specific place and they've all been deemed crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, there are literally a few people that have written books about it. So definitely walking on the grounds, it, there was a dark energy. I don't know if you would agree with that, Jamie. Oh yeah, there for was- sure. It was definitely dark and like hidden, like anything that could possibly d- be dug up by people, memories or something, it was just shut down. And as you can see, it's yeah. just like, what, also, what is like, on? there could be so many bunkers that we were walking over. Uh, oh, we, yeah. We have no idea what's underneath it's like the surface. down there. Yeah. Oh, my God. And all the, you know, apparent white fuzz that's growing inside. I mean, obviously, we did contemplate going in. And then our camera guy, Sam, was like, you know what? I think hazmat suits, uh, it's kind of dangerous. I'd yeah. say no. And I am really glad we didn't do that, Jamie. Yeah, I know that, but I kind of really wanted to wait, but didn't you have someone say something about like they broke in and then they had, they found computers and stuff like that. Oh yeah. There was, um, well, this was, I was uh, taking some kind of workout class, um, when I was back home and the teacher was like, oh, you're going to camp hero. My friend actually broke in and he saw a lot of like abandoned Soviet, uh, computers and like really, yeah, but I tried to get in touch with them, but then radio silence dun 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 don't know we will never know um but yeah it was a it was fun and I'm so glad that you you are the first person who has and maybe the only person who is gonna (laughs) see (laughs) but anyway uh (laughs) no I think that's so cool like I don't know I I'm just fascinated um by history uh I had like a big X-Files phase growing up. So this feels like very on brand for me. I'm always like, what's out there that we don't know about? Like, I do feel like we're just scratching the surface a lot of times. We 100% are. And it's like, you know, what just came to mind is that experience we had, Jamie, going to Camp Hero. That was like going and seeing a, um, uh, what's it called? What's the thing that the Titanic broken uh, f- uh iceberg, iceberg? yeah <laughs> yeah an iceberg it's like we just saw the tip of the iceberg we did I it mean, was crazy like like the first inch of an iceberg yeah essentially um yeah. 
So are there any closing what do you have another question i have just like a little question so yeah, go seeing for it. this and like being like working on stranger things is it what is your brain like whoa this is like actually kind of like real shit that happened and i don't know i, I feel like i would be like i don't i think it would be cool to be a part of something that's kind of like bringing bringing some kind of a history or like awareness just gnarly shit yeah to you know people and just kind of being like, Hey, listen, like, this is, this is the thing, but also putting a twist on it, obviously. But you know, yeah. I mean, I, I love sci-fi and I think part of the reason why it's so popular as a genre is because like, there is this element of truth to it. You Uh know, like when I think Uh about like, um, kind of the big, like sci-fi boom that happened in film in the eighties, like ET, you know, like, I do wonder, you know, if any of this was kind of motivated by, by knowledge of, of these kind of events or, or experiments that happened and yeah, definitely like being on the set. I mean, artistically, it was such an incredible show. Everything felt so real and grounded. So it's, it's not like unbelievable to me that there's things like this that, that could have happened and, and probably did happen you know yeah did any of your like castmates like were they into this you know did they know about it I think they knew a little bit about it but I know like the Duffer brothers who created the show were were very interested in it um I think probably somewhere in my email I still have like the original documents from Stranger Things like the sort of like pitch of the show um back when it was Montauk and I do remember them yeah yeah I That's do remember so cool. them like writing about how they were really inspired by, by that era. Um, so I know that they were very much like really big nerds about, about all of that. And this is definitely like all. inspired me. Like I'm going to go look up all this <laughs> stuff now. I'm fascinated. Oh, well, you know what? I mean, we, we kind of, we talk like very vaguely about it's very stuff. loose. Yeah. It's loose. like, yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. I mean, you'll hear the rest of the episode and we get into it a little bit. Um, so anyway, Shannon, thank you so much for joining us. Are yes, there any you. final remarks or anything that you want uh, anyone listening to know? Oh gosh. Um, I don't know. It feels like weird to like plug myself, but that's, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you just for having me. This has been really like cool and interesting and um, I'm excited to, to hear the finished product. Thank you. Thank and you. it was uh, nice meeting you. Nice to meet you too. So nice chatting. And I will see you later for Denny, baby. Denny, baby. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm smooth, smooth like a criminal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for talking to us and giving us uh, a little piece of your life, I guess, your history and insight. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool. So of course, no, thank right. you. Bye. Uh, Bye. May, may the peace be with you. Yeah. May the force be with you. <laughs> yeah, that's what, yeah. But I think peace sounded good. So yeah. I'm going to keep yeah. it as that. All right. So Bye, long, everyone. Shannon. Bye.